The movie musical Shakedown is brought to you by Onstage Blog at onstageblog.com. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention for This is it! Five, six, seven, eight. You've got talent. Let's see what we can do with it. You're gonna make me believe that you belong on that stage. Dancing on that show is my dream. Tommy, can you hear me? Will you be touched by my hand through this paper? Is this all too much? Will we be ravaged? Will we be true to somebody and welcome, folks, to a new season of the Movie Musical Shakedown. I am your host, Chris Peterson. So excited you're going to be joining us. Uh, we've got a great selection of movies this season. Some of them are masterpieces. Some of them are my personal favorites. And others, well, let's just say they're not the best. But, you know, I'm sure there's folks out there that love them just the same. But we're going to get into all of it. And we're kicking this season off with what I consider to be one of the best movie musicals we've gotten over the past decade and a half, since we're only in 2023, basically. But we're talking about 2021's Cyrano, uh, a movie by uh, Joel Wright, who is known for uh, Atonement and a lot of these other classic period films, starring the great Peter Dinklage and Haley Bennett. And the best thing about I can say about this movie to kick things off is, you know, some couple's friends um, will go on vacation together. Other couples' friends will go out to dinners occasionally and, and go to each other's houses for parties. And some couples' friends will make movies together. And that's exactly what happened uh, in this situation. Uh, Peter Dinklage and his wife, uh, Joel Wright and his wife, Haley Bennett, got together and said, you know what, let's make this musical, let's make this movie. And the finished result is one of the more pleasant surprises I've seen from any movie musical uh, in recent memory, where you basically are going into something with pretty much almost zero expectations and walking out saying, hey, you know what? That actually was a fantastic experience. In my opinion, you're not going to be necessarily coming out singing uh, any bangers from the show. There's nothing necessarily that's incredibly catchy. Um, the movie doesn't have a ton of choreography, so it is really one of those movie musicals that um, it, it's not going to necessarily register high on a lot of people's scales for what you typically want out of a movie musical. However, what you do get is incredibly strong performances, strong enough compositions and songs, um, and, and incredible chemistry between the actors. And, you know, like I said, unless you're someone that wants all that razzle-dazzle, um, you know, movie musical that we typically get, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. So we're going to get into all of it with this episode. I'm going to be joined by my wife, Nicole, who has some, some great takes on this um, as well. Um, and we're going to get into all of it. But first, as always, here's the trailer. My sole purpose on this earth is to love Roxanne. Does she know? The world will never accept someone like me and a tall, beautiful woman. We have no money. A clever marriage is your only option. I won't be rescued. I'm not in distress. Love, does that mean nothing to you? Children need love, 
adults need money. I need something to die for, write poems and cry for, and I won't be ashamed. I'd give anything for someone to say that they can't live without me and they'll be there forever. I have a confession to make. I am madly in love. Perhaps he feels the same. But I've never actually spoken to him. Of your love? I think. <laughs> he is Christian. Christian Nubelet. He's a new recruit in your regiment. Of course he is. A woman like Roxanne wants wit, romance, poetry. I don't know how to speak romantically. I am a poet. My words upon your lips. I will make you romantic. Will you make me handsome? She loves me! I give anything for someone to say. And we're back. Woo-woo. And I'm now joined, as always, by my gorgeous wife, Nicole. <laughs> it's good to see you. I did a lot of yard work today, so I'm kind of just, I look like I've been pollinated. <laughs> you have been. You, 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 you made our yard look amazing and our back deck look amazing, so um, what better way to cap off uh, an exciting day than talking about Cyrano de Bergerac? Bergerac. Oh, first, damn it. Uh, so, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> off to a thrilling start. Um, well, this week, Nicole, we're talking yes. about the 2021 musical. I'm not going to say it was a hit because it wasn't, but um, we're talking about Cyrano. Mm-hmm. And this is, in my opinion, uh, couples' goals. Mm-hmm. Because this whole movie was made by four sets of people, like couples. Oh, I didn't know that. So, the lyricists, lyricists, mm-hmm. husband and wife. Oh. The um, composers, twin brothers. Okay. Um, directed. Uh huh. By um, Joe Ray, who is married to Haley Bennett, who starred in it. The, okay. You know the the, uh, you know, female lead, mm-hmm. uh, Roxanne, and then Peter Dinklage is married to Erica Schmidt, who. Wrote the movie. So it's like, cool. couples, talk about couples goals. So, I yeah. mean, if folks, if you're out there and you have couples friends. Um, make, make some art together. Make some art together. Make a movie. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, make a million, get a studio to make millions, spend millions and millions. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it, it it's a gorgeously shot film. Um, it, it came out in a year where, uh, in 2021, if anybody remembers, was a murderer's row of movie musicals. You had West Side Story. You had Dear Evan Hansen. You had In the Heights. And then you had, oh, and then you had a couple others like, you know, everyone's talking about Jamie, but no one really talked about that movie and stuff like that. But then you, in the middle of it, you have Cyrano that comes out. And it had a lot of awards buzz because uh, the trailer was gorgeous. And, mm-hmm. you know, Peter Dinklage is a really accomplished actor. And so is Henry Bennett for that matter. But um, it, it, it definitely did not get the reaction uh, the populist reaction mm-hmm. that i thought it didn't do on the box office um but i don't think it was ever meant to it's well like... and honestly i don't feel like it was really well promoted yeah because i didn't really even know about it until it was being released digitally so right right well and i think the folks at home should know that you and i have a very interesting 
connection to this musical. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware, but it premiered at the Goodspeed Opera House, which is... It was five minutes away from us. <laughs> five minutes from our former house. Yes. Uh, we moved from in Connecticut. And so Peter Dinklage and Haley Bennett were neighbors of ours for a summer. Not and, really, but like, and, you know. Just, you know, they were down the road. Down but, the road. Uh, you know, and I tried to sneak a peek at Peter Dinklage because I love him dearly mm-hmm. and I never, never got to. Never got to. But, um... Yeah, just cool coolness abound that mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, that we have a kind of a weird familiar connection with this musical. But um, I need to be straightforward okay. with everyone before we start going over this. I love Peter Dinklage. Okay. And it's the first thing I wrote and I made a little heart with heart eyes. That is all caps. <laughs> yeah. In my notes. And I have always loved him. And uh, so I have lots to say, mm-hmm. but nary a bad word about Dear Peter Dinklage. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, this is an interesting situation because, I mean, we've seen some adaptations of this story before. I mean, there's the Steve By Martin. By the other gentleman that I love dearly. Right. So you, we, the classic <laughs> Steve Martin film, Roxanne, which is amazing. Uh, if anybody has never seen it before, get on that. But... Um, this was an interesting take on the character because mm-hmm. you know if anybody doesn't you know hasn't read classical literature um, has never read the story it is about a gentleman with um, a large nose I mean that is mm-hmm. that is the thing that he is mocked uh, for and things like that that is the uh, big you know quote unquote deformity or something like that within this character um, and with this adaptation it's it's the fact that. Uh, Peter Peter Dinklage is a little person, mm-hmm. and so that is the thing that they are kind of highlighting throughout is that he is um, a freak, quote unquote, or you know, mm-hmm. abnormality because of his height um, and things like that. So it's 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 an interesting take. I think it makes the character a little different than I think we've seen it before. But what was your what was your take on the changes? Um, honestly, I like the change because I mean historical accuracy. In France at that time, unfortunately, people with dwarfism were, you know, put to work to entertain people, which is not necessarily, you know, a positive at all. But at the same time, it was historically accurate. But not only that, it let Peter Dinklage do a really amazing role. And I I loved him in this. Yeah. And then, like, there, he, we got to enjoy his snarky repartee that he's kind of known for and his other roles that he's had but it was the first time we got to see at least an in-depth look at romance for him Mm -hmm. and he wasn't just the smart guy he wasn't just the quick-witted you know light on his feet character that he usually is we got to see just so much heart and oh my goodness like I I have things to say about that as we get into more detail but like I really enjoyed his performance a lot well before we get into kind of our our play-by-play so to speak of the Mm -hmm. film let's just talk about the cast real quick you have Peter Inglage um, as Lee then you have Haley Bennett uh, which you know a lot of people you know don't really know um, who Haley Bennett is she's had a pretty interesting career Uh, she started out in that um Hugh Grant, Drew Barrymore movie, um, music and lyrics, or mm-hmm. yes, yeah, is, is that what it is? Music yeah. lyrics, um, and playing that young pop star ingenue, um, and then was kind of like 
not really doing much. I mean, she, you know, bit parts here and there and things like that. Um, and then, like, right around 2016, she kind of comes back and starts doing, like, The Magnificent Seven. She's uh, in The Girl uh, on the Train. Um, and then she's, you know, she's starting to do some some more prestigious films, like mm-hmm. Thank You for Your Service and Hillbilly Elegy. And now she's, and then she's off and running at this point. But she's married to Joe Wright. Joe Wright, who directed Atonement, uh, the uh, Keira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. Like, mm-hmm. he directs beautiful films. Like, all of his movies are gorgeous to look at and yep. so and this one absolutely um is that as well mm-hmm. and then also it stars uh ben mendelson who plays uh de douche de douche the the i'm gonna pronounce these names you, yeah i believe it was de guiche um the bad guy the, yeah. i'll just put the and and ben mendelson is is becoming this actor who is just amazing at playing bad guys that mm-hmm. is you know from um rogue one to uh who is he in rogue one he's the evil like uh star wars guy he's the like the head of the the base there so, no we need to rewatch that he's i know Dark i've Knight seen it rises three times. like he's he's, <laughs> he's just known like anytime you see him in a movie you're like oh he's he's not gonna be the good guy and it's weird when he is then um, he needs to like take a role as the easter bunny and surprise everyone yeah. <laughs> so uh but he's a very good bad guy and so yeah it's a strong cast up and down which is mm-hmm. really great um and then uh, a guy that like n- i had no idea who this person was but Kel- kelvin harrison jr who plays christian in it uh, as well so he's mm-hmm. you know, fantastic so um it just it's a very interesting cast of you know you've got two pretty well-known actors at the top and you know third actor as well but then you got pretty much unknowns mm-hmm. um but i think it works i think it works but yeah. good cast all around but let's kick it off so um without going like like Shot by shot, so to mm-hmm. speak. There are a couple of things I would like to point out. Um, the first uh, thing I want to point out is the opening number. Yes. So let let's just let's just uh, make notice of the elephant in the room. This is not a great musical. No. And when I say it's not a great musical, the music is just not fantastic. It's it's definitely a type of genre of, mm-hmm. of music that. You know, we've seen, um, ironically, uh, the the guy who uh, wrote once the musical is in it, and it feels very oncey. Yes. Um, throughout, but um, there's not a single song that I like when the movie ended. I'm like, that was fantastic. And See, there were two that I really loved, mm-hmm. and there were moments, but I feel like. I don't like the way that it was written for the female voices Mm -hmm. or any voice that was in a higher octave. I feel like it, the songs that were written and sung by Peter Dinklage, the songs that were sung by the soldiers, those and like Christian's voice, like it was, I felt like it fit male voices and though anything in that like tenor and lower really well, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I felt like all of the female voices sounded really reedy. And like Haley Bennett, she sounded a little Evan Rachel Woodish to me, which I didn't mind that tone mm-hmm. of her voice. I know that's not your favorite, no. but like I just felt like all of her songs, unless she was harmonizing with someone, felt really thin and reedy. And I don't think it would, either she wasn't a good fit for the song. 
or the songs just aren't a good fit for that type of voice. Well, the problem is no one's a singer in this movie. Like out of the entire cast, there's. But no again, one's a I think it's meant. It fits that style fits well for the songs that are written for male voices. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't mind that. I liked, and also because I mean Peter Dinklage's voice, his speaking voice is so charismatic mm-hmm. that the, his first song, that speaking song, worked really well for him. Right. I just thought there was too much of that throughout the entire movie. There's yeah. too much, like. At some point, is some guy going to really sing, like, in this movie? That I kept saying, thinking that. I was like... I think I wrote down that Christian ha- has some belties. Yeah, okay. Like, I mean, they also... The the problem, and I guess, you know, Joe Wright kind of followed the same thing as Tom Hooper did with Les Mis, where he, he had the actors sing Which live. Which I do not like at all. Right. That only works if you have professionally trained singers. And even then, though, like... If you have a studio and the ability to use it, why not why use not? it? Why not? And <laughs> Come just, on. <laughs> and the thing is, like, you can—I think you can have one guy talk, sing his like yeah. talk slash sing his song, but you can't have two. No. And when Ben Mendelsohn is doing his like villainous like, you know, oh, bit, see, uh, we have things to discuss, so let's not roll through that yet. Okay. Can we go back? Okay, I'm sorry. Go back. So the first song. I love the transition to the dancing mm-hmm. because it didn't all just suddenly turn into dancing. Okay. It moved very slowly into that transition. So she's starting to see little bits of movement that build onto more, that build into more. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a really organic way to get into the musical. And that's also right about when she starts to sing. So it was a really, I thought that was a really beautiful build mm-hmm. to that. I mean, never mind the costumes are gorgeous and all of that. But I really thought visually it worked fantastic. I just don't like the Madly song. And unfortunately, it was sung 700 times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next scene, though, I loved the sheep ballet. How creative and funny was that? That's right. That's right. Yep. And, like, I love the dandies. Like, do you know what I mean by that? Yes. You don't. I don't, but that's okay. It, like, Dagish with the makeup and all of that. Yes. Like, I love that. Um, and I love Cyrano's entrance, too. Just hearing his voice first. Because mm-hmm. by now, everyone knows Peter Dinklage's voice. That's his recognizable characteristic. So mm-hmm. I just thought it was really cool that that's what we hear first. Um, and I read Cyrano in French years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember any of it, really. Mm-hmm. So this it was just a pleasant surprise. Um, best Dinklage hair ever, I think. He does, look, he does look great in this movie, I will say. Like, yeah. And again, I know... I was just about to say Lord of the Rings. My brain is a mishmash. Game of Thrones. Game of oh, my Thrones. God. oh my God. Oh my gosh. So Game of Thrones hair, I know he's supposed to like be in battle and being dragony and all of mm-hmm. that. So not the best hair, but even like elf hair is not good. This is the best Peter Dinklage look so far, I think. Um So the duel and the duel song. What mm-hmm. did you think of that? Uh it was a bit silly. I wasn't a, f- a fan of it. Um, but, I, I mean, I got it. I mean, I, again, I haven't read the book. I was like, oh, he just killed a guy. Like, yeah. In the beginning of this movie. And then, like... I thought it was a really cool change in tone. 
I mean, it's not, let, let me let me just as a general like overview. This is not a musical comedy. No, like, not at all. Uh, there's some <laughs> light moments in it, but it is not a musical comedy at all. So that definitely was like, oh, we're we're just killing people here left and right because they slap you in the face with their gloves. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is we're on. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I th- I thought it was it was fine. I mean, and and from that point on, I mean, it. it the, the pacing of this movie kind of ebbs and flows like mm-hmm. it, and like from that point on we get some really fast transitions like oh he's attacked in the alley by these nine guys and all these I other things. loved the use of fire in that scene yes like that was so cool like the director did a really beautiful job with the visuals and I know we already said that's what he does that's, what, that's his thing man that's but his, that's his, that's his bad as someone who can very easily fall asleep during battle scenes mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was really fun to watch yeah. Um, and it wasn't like overwhelming. Like that's my problem with like my the Marvel fight scenes and stuff like that. When there's just too much stuff happening, my brain just goes meh and mm-hmm. stops caring. But I thought this was really engaging. Um, oh, the baking song is next. Yes, I loved that. Mm-hmm. The baking dance. Oh man, just playing with dough. Dough and flour. Just, just dough just and flour. flour. I loved it. Cool. I thought it was so creative and beautiful. Uh, how old is Peter Dinklage? I think he's in his 50s. Oh my God, he looks good. Yeah. He no, looks, he looks really great. good. Uh, oh, you know what? Because right after that, they go to the scene of him writing his poetry for the baker, and then they move into the military sequence. Mm hmm. The military choreography, I th- again, was fantastic. Who choreographed this? That's a great question. I will look it up. Okay. <laughs> so it reminded me a lot of the Vietnam choreography from Moving Out, just in the sense that it was like, it was not what you would expect. It mm-hmm. was a really unique perspective, and it was still very masculine but it was confident and unique and I just it was really fun to watch and that's the first thing I thought of was Twyla Tharp and moving out hmm. um and the styles are not the same at all but I just thought visually they're so unique and special um and the same thing the cadence of their conversations was interesting throughout that section too. Choreographer's name is, oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher this name. <laughs> City Larby Chirk Chikawi. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, they're right, yeah, it's a. Okay. Well, what you should do is put a phonetic spelling in there for your wonderful listeners in case they. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> or just write it out for them because. <laughs> So, what did you think of the letter song? Oh, the at the end, or no? Oh, the, she's when they're writing each other letters. What? Yeah. Um, I mean, all the songs are okay to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing great. Nothing. Nothing terrible. Like none of the songs yeah. I thought were terrible. No. Well, I th- I really liked the harmonies in that one, especially when Roxanne and Cyrano are sing- like mm-hmm. singing together. And their words are mixing. I thought that was really beautiful. And I thought that was the first time where I could hear Haley Bennett's real voice. I don't know. Because she was actually, like, 
singing, singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it that sounded really beautiful to me, mm-hmm. but I don't really remember it. Yeah, I, you're not gonna really. I mean, other than the soldier song, I don't really remember any opening number. I really don't remember any of the songs this movie. So yeah, I just wrote. I don't like live singing in movie musicals. No. I don't. It makes me crazy. And uh, yeah. Yeah. What else do you have? What? Oh, so the Overcome duet was really enjoyable and the harmonies helped um, fill out their voices. Let's see. Oh, the visuals of Dagish coming to get Roxanne. Uh, it was fabulous. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Gary Oldman in that vampire movie. Dracula. Yeah, that one. <laughs> the, the, like, the one. Like, the literally the title character. Um, you know my memory's kind of that's fishy. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but I love the visuals of him coming down that stairway, the cape, the whole deal. I thought that was so fun. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just, like, peak bad guy behavior. And I really enjoyed it. Um... And then I just, the soldier song was so, it seemed meaningful and effortless at the same time. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one a lot. And I well, that's the one I left humming. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it's interesting that you say this. The guy, the, the cinematographer mm-hmm. uh, is a guy named um, Seamus McGarvey. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that is an Irish name if I ever heard one. Um, but he is known, for, well, first of all, he did Atonement. He did, like, he's done all the droid films. But he's also done um, some really other beautifully shot movies as well. Like, he did he did The Great, Greatest Showman. Um, mm-hmm. He did Fifty Shades of Grey, which, mm-hmm. let's be honest, like, uh, that movie, like, you know, the look is one of the best things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the first Avengers movie. So, like, uh, he knows how to shoot a movie and, and really make it look really, like, look, make these people look really, yeah. really good. So, yeah. Um, well, let's let's get into our burning questions. Okay. Because I think a lot of what you have down kind of... Well, because the rest of it is just madly again, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So, best singer and worst singer in this movie? That's really hard. Um, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. No, that's okay. Uh, best singer is Once Man. Yes. <laughs> uh, he he just like struck a chord with me when he was singing. It was really lovely. Glenn Glenn has had these oh, oh, names. These <laughs> names. Glenn Hansard. Yes. In case anyone hasn't figured out, Sam uh, Sam. I just called your son's name. Yes. Christopher does really well with uh, John Smith, and yes, struggles with that. Struggles with everything else. But go ahead. <laughs> um. Worst singer, Haley Bennett. Yeah. And I don't know if it just, what again, I don't know if it was her voice or the fact that I don't feel like this was written well for female voices. No. And I think the problem, I, I agree with both those choices, by the way. Um, and I think the problem with Haley Bennett, and I hate to say this, but like, you know, you're the director's wife. So, you know, you're in the, the original musical mm-hmm. at... at, at Good speed. So it's like, you know, she's gonna be in this movie irregardless. But like, you, I think you needed to have a stronger singer in that role. Well, but that's the tough part because I really, 
I loved her interactions with Cyrano. Mm-hmm. And they, have good, they have great chemistry with each other. They have great chemistry. Yep. And, and she's a great actress. Like, yes. Hannah is a, a strong actress. Absolutely. And for the character she's playing, she looks the part. Like, mm-hmm. so really, I just, I don't know if, based on how all of the other women, though there aren't as many, are singing in this show, though, mm-hmm. is it the writing or is it the singer? Right. I don't know. It's a good question. All right, next question. Here we go. Did this need more singing or did it need more dancing? Or both? Honestly, I thought the dancing was perfect. Mm. If there was more, it just would have been a cherry on top. Like, I I really loved every moment and I thought it was appropriate and I thought it, it really suited it well. Like, that's not something I would change. Um, singing, I would say I would take out a Madly if they had another song to switch in there, mm-hmm. then that would be great. And if they did a reprise, maybe not madly, and maybe take a chunk out of the soldier song. Because that can be used to fit Cyrano's death. That's true. That's true. All right, last question. Here it is. Would you have paid money to see this on Broadway? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So, uh, with this cast, with these songs... Mm-hmm. Put this on stage. You would see this in Broadway? Yes. So, a couple reasons. One, I feel like Peter Dinklage's face up close is so freaking expressive. Mm-hmm. And just his... I Like, I still, like, have the image of... Oh my, the scene when she comes to see him at the bakery. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And his face when he realizes that she's not talking about falling in love with him. That moment, like, holy cow, I'd pay a million bucks to see that in real time. Because it just, it was, oh, it breaks my heart. It makes me so sad. <laughs> like, it was, oh, oh, my Peter. Um, it made me so sad. Um, but, like, that performance, I would definitely pay to see. But you also know, like, I'm all about a dancing review. Mm-hmm. Like, I will go to see a show just for the dancing. That's true. That's so... True. Do I love the music? No. But I desperately want to go see Dancing on Broadway, and Fosse musicals aren't known for their music. So. That's true. That's true. So um, absolutely. I would go, I would love to see this live. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's it. I mean, that's, that's here in a nutshell. And, oh. Well, it, what about you? Give your answers. Oh, my gosh. I'm a Christopher. jerk. I'm a jerk. Um... Yes, I think this. I think you're absolutely right. The dancing is perfect. I mean, Joe Wright definitely goes for more of a realistic uh, approach to this. He's not more of a fantastical type of like greatest showman. We're going to break but out you, into like a whole. Thing. We don't need a hip hop number, and we don't need jazz hands for right. this show. Like I thought, a more modern and earthy approach mm-hmm. fit the way that they told the story. Yeah, um, when I see this on Broadway. On paper, yes. So, like, new musical, Cyrano, starring Peter Dinklage and Haley Bennett. Like, yes, I would go see it based on that alone. Would I have walked out feeling disappointed with what I saw based on the movie and the music and all that stuff? To be honest, probably. You know, there's there, there's not, like, a banger. I need a banger. I need an 11th hour, you know, song that's going to, like, be like, oh, God, like, I'm whistling on my way out the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't get that. So, 
Um, now, here's the other thing. If I saw this at a block black box theater at like Sarah Lawrence College or like something like that, I would have walked out being like, good But job. you know what? Maybe this is not a Niederlander theater show. Maybe this is... Like a Long Wharf Theater type. No, of just even. Do you remember where we a great saw great college production? No, hush, <laughs> my sweet Christopher. Do you remember where we saw Spelling Bee? Uh, so, so Circle and Square. Yes. Okay. I would love to see it there. Okay. Because the choreography isn't flat. Mm-hmm. It's very three D. You're oh, that's true. You're right. So yeah. that's immersive. Yeah. Yes. So what I'm like, we don't need, it doesn't need to be seen from one perspective to be engaging. Mm-hmm. And I think getting a full view of like the acting and the characters is what brought me into this. There it's it is. not the music. So mm-hmm. I would love to like, just like a, what's it called? Jesus. Happy God song. Um, Godspell. There it is. <laughs> that, was quite, that was quite the leap that you went through. <laughs> I love it. And that's why I bring you on this podcast. <laughs> that's why you're here. Um, well, awesome. Well, thanks for joining me this week. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got to watch this movie together. It's yeah. a good. You know what? If anything, it's a good couples movie. It is. Watch it with watch it with a sweetie. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're not going to be disappointed in that in that regard. So, And um, if one of you dies, it's okay because it matches the movie. Well, uh, God, that's... <laughs> It's a dark, uh, foreboding uh, tip of advice. So, um, all right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for us this week on the Movie Musical Shakedown. I am Chris Peterson, joined as always by Nicole Peterson. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find this podcast and all of our podcasts on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network at onstageblog.com. Um, so just go to the site, <laughs> click on the thing that says podcasts, and we're right there. <laughs> you know, hit that subscribe button. As my son would say, hit that hit subscribe button. <laughs> no, he doesn't know what that <laughs> he means. He has no idea what that means. Um, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing uh, all these podcasts with you. We got a brand new season of this uh, podcast happening. We're going to be watching more and more musicals. In fact, I have one in mind to watch for the next podcast, which is not going to be a fun watch. I'll just give you Aww. a heads up. But uh, yeah, just a little tease for the audience there. But uh, folks, we'll see you right here next week on the movie musical Shakedown. I bet you want to know why I shot the bastard. You fucking bad. I hold a PhD in horribleness. See you at the aftermath. Peace.